Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is the other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. I drink water better. better. Oh, I, that's a good I, sign. I, yes! I drink water better out of a bottle than I do having words exit my mouth. Um, or drinking it out of anything else. I don't know what it is. It's a weird... I don't know. It's a weird... Not an oral fixation, because... Yeah, it's probably an oral fixation. Maybe just like my mouth around smaller things. <laughs> when I say that out loud, I knew what I was about to say. You looked at me like, oh man, she's going to judge me hardcore. Well, because I, I, I always chew pens. I always... You bite your nails. You bite my nails, smoke. which are small. I smoke. You suck a lot of dick. But thin dicks. Thin, small dicks. <laughs> it's, it's April. It's day 75 of quarantine. It's no. April 8th. It's April 8th. We're going nuts. You've legit been quarantined. More than me. Like, I was saying um, the other day, like... I've been in the house for, I like, I hope everybody is safe. It feels so normal for me, because I still have to get you out at fucking yeah. 6 o'clock in the fucking morning, get ready for work, get Jillian ready, take her to school, or daycare, and spend my day sitting in a bank with no fucking customers... What? Where'd my action figures go? Oh, I told you they fell. Oh, I no, yelled you didn't. it. Oh, oh yeah. that's what you yelled? I yelled up that they fell God down. Damn, again. I noticed. I'm like, why can't I see the Ultimate Warrior's crotch? And I was like, my toys fell again. Fuck, that one's so pristine, too. Sorry. Didn't mean to. Uh... Well, you totally interrupted my whole rap. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No. Long story short, uh, life feels a little normal for me because I still have to go to work every yeah. day. So I'm. Not quarantine. I'm working. Thank goodness. I'm working every day. I'm not going to work. Right, right. So I wake up. I have to log on at 8 o'clock. I wake up at 7.45. I, I'm showering That's the night generous. before. That's Man, you generous. Know what? I kind of dig the shower the night before. Oh, yeah? I can, just wake, I can just wake I might. Well, I'm not going to do it when I start going to office because I'm going to work out in the morning when I go to the office. Um, unless I work out like super late, unless I work out at like I was trying to hear the laughter of our of our listeners. Oh yeah, there's a laugh track at home. Yeah, it's so funny. I've lost 26 pounds. How are those hazelnut M and M's? Delicious. I don't need to lose 26 pounds. Thanks. So yeah, you could go fuck yourself for saying that to somebody who already has body issues. (laughs) Just with yourself. Thanks so much. Nobody else has issues with your body. I guess it's the same thing. I mean, it's really no one. No one's like pointing at me like, "Hey, I don't like the way you look, fatty." <laughs> That's not how it is. But um, uh, I wake up at like 15 minutes before I go to work. I I shower the night before, which has been like super. Late. I took a shower like at 1:30 in the morning last night because I just I'm not sleeping. None of us are sleeping because we're stressed because our daughter's been terrible, but she was good today. Um, I wake up. I throw a t-shirt on because I sleep in basketball shorts, which is what I live in. 
It's been, man, I'm going to hate having to put, like, dress shoes on and dress socks and a button-up with, like, a tie. Like, oh, it's been, like, a week and a half now. I'm digging it. Um, and, yeah, and, like, I come out here. I brush my teeth and I put deodorant on so I don't stink in my own stink. And then I sit and I just, I'm on the computer. That's <laughs> really all that it is. When I go to lunch, I close my computer and sometimes I'm on my phone or I turn the TV off. And I haven't done, like, my... My uh, my fasting and like my diet and everything else has been like weird. So like this week I'm fasting three days because last week. Yeah, not really. Well, you didn't really fast today. I think so. What I'm actually considering doing is if I keep hitting a wall the next couple weeks, I'm gonna fast my two days, and then one of those days I'm just gonna have dinner like I did today. I was gonna yeah. fast three days this week, but then instead I decided to just like eat dinner instead of lunch and dinner, which I've been doing most days. But like I haven't like cooked myself lunch yet. I've still like if I've been eating at home, I've still just been like making a sandwich or like popping something in the oven whereas like i could just like go like make like cook like food if i wanted to for lunch but i'm not gonna fucking do that um but yeah that's it like i've only driven to go get jillian from daycare which is a one minute drive and then today round trip yeah round trip and then today i like went and went to the chiropractor and picked up uh target i went to target today uh, so we haven't watched much this past weekend. It's WrestleMania, as it was in the book. So it was a lot of watching wrestling and, and whatnot. Joy. So we haven't caught up on anything or started binging anything else. But I can recap some purchases I made today. Uh, Target had a sale for Easter. They always do this. I always love Easter time. Same thing with like Mother's Day, Father's Day. They always have movies on sale. Buy two, get one. Um, so I bought for G- I bought the next Jumanji movie, which we've not seen, so we can... Which own we, it. we want yeah. to see. That's good. Um, I bought Spies in Disguise, which you talked about on this podcast for Jillian. Jillian. It was, it was so. the one that technically was free. Yeah, well, um, and that's fine. We and we'll it. put it in her Easter basket. Yeah, also yeah, going in her Easter basket. Technically, whichever movie you want to consider was free, was free. I was like, man, I almost got a beautiful day in the neighborhood, but then I remembered, like, nah, a couple people saw it and said it was like a lifetime movie. I don't want to do that. Nothing else, like, was in the right price range. So I bought Playmobil the movie. <laughs> Because it's so another much. thing I can put in her Easter basket. Yeah, 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 She's sure, like, "Ooh, sure. this movie," and then watch you can it. Go fuck yourself, and it's bad. man. And then it, it wasn't part of the deal because it's a new release. You best believe that the first week it was out, I bought cats. And yes, it's going in Jillian's basket because she saw it. She kind of liked it. She liked the cats. Um, hashtag release the butthole cut. Hashtag confirmed butthole cut this week. Um, today, I tweeted about the butthole cut. And I tagged New Jack in it because <laughs> I'm trying to get banned by Zack Ryder on Twitter. If you listen to Potswoggle, you know that's currently what I'm working on for the next nine weeks. Um, so yeah, so this might be the last episode of Married with Movies if New Jack sees it and is like, butthole cut, and then just cuts my butthole. Oh, God, I didn't think how he's going to interpret this. No! That's a podcast for another podcast. Don't bring that shit on my... Oh, I can't focus on this sore shit of a movie now. Oh, no, I'm so concerned. If you're new here, we're married. I have to We talk about our lives. Can't wait for Mel to get murdered. We also watch movies because we own a lot of movies. This is um, the second in our Wrap It Up, Put a Bow on It series. Third. Mm, Third. Third. So we um, 
we own a lot of movies and we watch them randomly or nominate them back and forth. And sometimes we watch movies before their sequels come out or when we only own one of several in a in a universe. And this is one of them. We watched The Amazing Spider-Man. All the way back in 2014. Way at the beginning stages of this podcast. The date right now, we should start doing that. We should say, we watched the first movie. So this is, well, you said the third one we've done? Because the first one we did was... Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Frozen. Yeah. I think these are all like first year movies. Yeah. Mamma Mia we watched on August 30th, 2014. Frozen we watched August 31st, 2014. Mm-hmm. And Amazing Spider-Man we watched on October 9th. 2014. I reviewed it earlier. The, the breakdown is not there. Um, the MVP of the movie was Emma Stone. The LVP of the movie was Reese Ifens. The score was a six and a half, but I do not have the individual the scores individuals. written down for those early movies. We, we weren't doing that. Um, so today we are doing The Amazing Spider-Man 2. I will read the box. His greatest battle begins. Epic. Gripping. Spectacularly entertaining, says Joe Newmeyer, New York Daily News. That was close there, bud. Spectacularly really ruined me. Or worried me, I should say. It's great to be Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield. For Peter Parker, there's no feeling quite like swinging between skyscrapers, embracing being the hero, and spending time with Gwen, Emma Stone. But being Spider-Man comes at a price. Only Spider-Man can protect... Stop it. I'm just watching your mouth. (laughs) That's so weird. You see the tiny little dicks going in it? Can protect his fellow New Yorkers from the formidable villains that threaten the city. With the emergence of Electro, Jamie Foxx, Peter must confront a foe far more powerful than himself. And as his old friend, Harry Osborn, Dane DeHaan, returns, Peter comes to realize that all of his enemies have one thing in common. Oscorp. You so fucking lucky, bro. Close. I was close. You so lucky. I survive. Barely. Um, over a hundred minutes. I thought a hundred minutes of bonus content. I'm like, you can't put anything else. I was like, well, else I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch in it. This I'm gonna watch movie. it. So we, I think, like the first argument we ever had on this podcast was about the Amazing Spider-Man. I do believe that that's true. This was, this was tough for us. To talk about, and I think we talked about it on that podcast, and I think we talked about it. It was before. It was, it was other, a pre-Tom Holland world. It was a pre-Tom Holland world, and so my views from 2014 and my views now in 2020, everything that's happened in the six years since then. Um, I think uh, I think I might have to eat some crow here, because <clears throat> I think I went on the record heavily as saying that I thought Andrew Garfield was the best Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. At that time, it was him or Tobey Maguire. I think everybody can agree. Andrew Garfield no, was that's a better Spider-Man. No, that's what he didn't. No. I think everybody not. who has two brain cells can agree that Andrew Garfield is the better Although, Spider-Man. I will say, I think in this movie, I figured out what it was before I get back to you real quick. I think what it is, is that Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man is the most poorly written Spider-Man. That is what I deciphered throughout this. Okay. I Okay. And I think okay. his interpretation of what is is being written for him is is, is a combination. No, no, I think I think it's a combination. No. But I think it's mostly the writing. Go ahead. Okay, I think that's fair. I but I I and the stories. Well, I I disagree. I think mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield is amazing, and sure, Shan's I would great. not. I'm sorry. 
Like, no, I, I just I'm not, I'm not getting into it again with you. Is that he's not in this movie? He's, yeah, he is great in Social Network. No, I'm sure he's great in Hacksaw Ridge, which I have not seen. Um, but in the Spider-Man movies, he is he's so not, good. I think not. it's because you're a dumbass whose favorite superhero is Batman. Yeah, yeah. Please make a point here. Just your dumbass. Uh-huh. And I don't think that you appreciate the intricacies of Spider-Man the way that you should. Oh, my God. And Spider-Man's full story the way that you should. Please tell me how intricate and... I'm sorry? Please tell me how intricate and good this story is. I'm just saying that mm-hmm. I'm going to go on the record as saying that Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man. Yes. Uh, do you agree with that? Do you agree with that? I do, yeah. Oh, you agree with that? Yes. That he's the best Spider-Man? Andrew Garfield's not even top, like, three. Yes, he is! No. Now, Jake Johnson's right there. Uh, the guy who? Who does... Jake Johnson, the guy who does the voice of Spider-Man in... No, I'm not talking Spider-verse. about... I'm not talking about uh, voices. The guy that did Spider-Man... They're Spider-Mans. Just like I consider Kevin Conroy to be one of the top three Batmans, um, if not the best Batman. The guy that does the voice for Spider-Man the Animated Series, uh... Fucking what's his fuck? Um, I think he's... Fuck, I, fuck, McFuck, fuck. I think it's the same guy that does the voice for... Um, yeah, I think it's like Greg Brady from the Brady Bunch movie. It's the same guy that does the voice for Prince Eric. Mm-hmm. I think it is. Go on with your point, but go ahead. No. My point was that I still really enjoy Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. Hey, do you, do you enjoy Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man in this movie? Yes. I do. You're insane. This I'm movie not. sucks. <laughs> but I don't think it's it I, I don't think that the bulk of that goes on Spider-Man. I think that that is a poor choice of It is Greg Brady. I'm sorry. I think that it's a poor choice of villain. A poor portrayal of the villain and like the CGI that was used. See, my own, I I think that one, it was terrible. My one thing I like about the movie is the effects. I think the effects in the movie are very well done. I think that it, it it's a very well I didn't like how they CGI Jamie Foxx as Electro. Oh no, Jimmy everything about it Electro and Jamie Foxx is horrible. It's, it was just terrible. He looks but awful, but I think the like, effects like and, the lights going out and the webs and stuff, that was really yeah, cool. I, I mean I, I couldn't that. I could have gone without all these like all of a sudden like slow-mo, quicksilver, flash, you know, Spider-Man webbing different people to prevent them from doing this and him dodging bullets and whatever. Like you're not that's not necessary for a Spider-Man movie. Now, when it has, like, his camera, like, the camera is basically, like, on his chest, and, like, you're looking at him flying and doing other things, I think there's some good camera angles. I think that there's some good cinematography. Mm-hmm. I think there's some good visual effects. That's about as far as positives you're going to get from me on this movie. Really? It's... Yes! I didn't like this movie when we first... The first Spider-Man... I know, you hate Amazing it. Spider-Man we saw it in theaters. Like, it was fine. But I like I just like so I'm, stoked. I was like, yeah, and we talked about it on the podcast. And then this, I was like, this is just a bad movie. It's bad, bad, bad. Besides the effects and the and the angles, Spider Man's just a big old dick in this movie. The, the my I have so many problems with the movie, but the problem I ultimately have with this movie, and of course these are all spoilers, it's been out for five years, fuck you. Um, is like Everything that happens in the movie, it happens, and there's not, like, a, a good moral to it. 
Like from the beginning of the movie, he's like, at the end of The Amazing Spider-Man, I, I can't be around you because I promised your dad and I got your dad killed. And then he's like, nah, fuck it. And then he's like, and, you know, they start dating each other again. It's like, well, that's kind of shitty, Spider-Man. This movie starts with what? Him going back on that again. And just to give some stupid emotion and melodrama to the plot moving it forward because he keeps seeing Dennis Leary. What a hard job Dennis Leary had. Hey, can you just stand in five scenes for us? Thanks, Dennis. Um, and then so he breaks up because I can't get you hurt. And then what happens at the end? He get he gets her hurt. He gets her killed. And then, oh, well, I guess I gotta be Spider-Man still after five months. So the moral of it is love. Maybe it's because you don't... Shut up. Sorry, at one point I did type a raspberry out here, so I had to make sure I hit it going through all my notes. The point is love. Go ahead, my love. You don't know love. You're hitting you me again? You No love. What? <laughs> Why is this a Stop. Ow, because when you actually slap me just now, I hurt my neck and my back at the same time. And my pussy and my crack. So stop fucking hitting me. Um, I'm going to whip this at you next time you hit me so fucking hard. Do it, and then I'm going to call the police and you're going to get arrested. Okay, cool. And we're going to keep the recorder on so people hear all of it. Because I have proof that you hit me first. Go on, Amber. I'm sorry? Was that an Amber Heard, Johnny Depp reference? I like how you think in in this relationship you would be Johnny Depp. I am. I'm the better actor. I'm the one that people like more. I'm the funnier one. I'm the one with the alcohol problem. I'm the one that that blows all the money. (laughs) You're the one that gaslights me. That's perfect. Okay, I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, Anyway, you're about to defend this horseshit of a movie. It's not that bad, Christopher. It's not that bad. So, I, so defend it. So tell me what's not bad about it. All right. Well, I will tell you something that is bad, and that's the opening of this movie. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell. I can't. It's I can't one, deny that. It's one big old skip. Yeah, the opening of this and movie I, is bad. It's like the flashback to his parents and why they are not there, how he ended up with his aunt and uncle, and <clears throat> all of that, and. This mom is terrible. And Beth Davids. Can I give this mom the LVP? No, and Beth Davids is good. That's ma- that's Miss Honey. Yeah, I know that's who it Helen is. Helen from Schindler's List. She's a good actress. She's not great in this. Right. But I mean, in this movie, there are worse. All right. Well. And you know who we talking about? Um, I will never give a fuck about Spider Man's parents. Uncle Ben is dead. Aunt May is I. The end. I don't need to. I don't need to go through any of it again. So him, like him becoming fucking Hercule Poirot with his board of clues from his dad's computer bag, just been sitting there for God knows how long. Ten, ten years, man. Ten years. Like I don't care. I don't. I have no emotional connection to it. So this other thing is like this movie tries to really hit you with the emotional connection. Like yeah. the first scene and like them struggling to leave their kid and then him recording, uh, you know, why he's running away and why he's what he's done what and he's how done. he combined his DNA with the spider. Right, which is why, of course, Spider. That's the reason why Peter he, Parker can get his did. powers. That isn't needed for the lineage of the fucking character, but whatever. Okay, I I can agree. And with then that. even the emotion, the emotion of Gwen dying. It does nothing to me. It does nothing. I just saw a woman break her back viciously 
and I'm just sitting there like, man, is this shit over? <laughs> Can you die quicker, please? You're heartless. It, it, no, I'm not heartless. I'm very much heartfelt, but this movie does nothing to earn my emotions. The Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone have very good chemistry because they, they were have, fucking in real life. At this point, yes. At they this were. point, they were. Um, but that's just because they they're two chemistry. good actors. That's true, too. They're not given much of anything. I believe that probably half their shit, they just improvised and worked their way out to, to make yeah. it whatever. I do, uh, so but my the the favorite char- scenes were the ones of them together. Yeah, but, the, and I think but them, just, them just like following the bullshit script about this, like, will they, won't they, back and forth, fucking whatever, I have no emotion behind it because it's it's telegraphed itself from the fucking beginning. It's the same uncle shit. It's the same dad shit. It's the same will they, won't they shit. And then it's proven right at the end. They break up, blah, 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 overdone, melodrama, fuck you. I'm trying to Jim Cornette. Go on. You're just a bitter asshole, and you really make this be no fun at all. <laughs> I That was the two and a half hours no, of me watching the wasn't. movie. But just because you're bitter and you went into this wanting to hate it, and no. that's why you picked... Yes, and that's exactly why you picked up on all this stuff. Because you can't tell me that... That the scenes that they had and the chemistry that they had wasn't enough to overcome shitty writing on the part of Spider-Man being an asshole. Because it no, was. No, they weren't. Okay. They weren't. All right. Well, they really weren't. Okay. They were, there were too few and far between. There was like, what, the one scene? So let me recap every scene between the two of them. There's them after graduation, and he's already mm-hmm. getting like mopey because he sees Dennis Leary standing behind his mm-hmm. family. Right. Then it's him crying in Koreatown outside of, what a sh- I have no right to talk about shitty graduation meals, but them and their melodramatic crying breaking up scene mm-hmm. afterwards, and then let's try to be friends. That scene's fine, I guess. Okay. And then it just devolves into the will she or won't she go to Oxford stuff, the scene in the closet at Oscorp is fine too, and then next thing you know, they're on top of a bridge together, um, and then they're fighting Electro, and that's kind of all right. But it, that's it. That's it. Because you're too busy focused on Green Goblin shit and eels and... Yeah, I think that they did try to do a little too much there. It's a typical sequel. Because um, they, they were trying to find their footing. I don't think that... <clears throat> I'm trying to here read my notes here. I think that him seeing... The her dead dad. I get it. Like I get the the ideology behind it. Like I get it. Like he made a promise to him. He broke the promise, and he's battling with himself because of the guilt that he feels. Um, I get that. So so that didn't bother me as much. Um, it can't be a crutch, but I get it because you know that's a typical thing for teenagers to do you also have to remember like they're teenagers like they're 18 years old like they don't have any of their shit figured out and that's kind of where the back and forth comes from so you can't really hold it against them right because also remember how long has it been since you've been 18 yeah exactly (laughs) exactly so you can suck a tiny dick okay um i appreciated the weird darker backstories because I think that that's what this movie is like especially if you compare it to the other Spider-Man Sam Raimi Spider-Man it's much darker it focuses on the darker aspects of Spider-Man and like the backstories of them rather than the lighter I guess fluffier ones because like in the first iteration of Spider-Man you have the 
love story between Spider-Man and Mary Jane, which is very different than Sp- than the love story between Spider-Man and Gwen Stacy. Well, it's, a, it's a much it's a worse relationship, but it doesn't end in tragedy. It's right, difference. right. It's much lighter. Also, Gwen Stacy was introduced in the third Spider-Man movie, and we're not going to get into that. I'm I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I have what did you just say? This movie is at least two or three times better than Spider-Man Three. Is all that I will oh say. Oh my god, that's all I wanted. Okay, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Married Movie. No, like I hate um, like it's. I hate this movie. I've only seen Spider-Man 3 one time in my life. I'm never watching that movie again. I mean, it's upstairs. Remember I bought it and you didn't know about it and you got mad at me when you saw it? (laughs) I like how you think it's upstairs. It's upstairs. Okay. Oh, like you take that much effort into doing that. Please. Um, But I like like the darker backstories. Like I feel like, you know, like Jamie Foxx's character has like a really like, because he's like so deranged and stuff like uh huh. I thought he did a really good job before Electro. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I guess maybe that's where we differ. Um, In good taste, yes. No, I thought he did a really good job of being no. like this deranged, like lonely, bullied character. And I think that's a lot darker than anything that Spider Man kind of touched on before. Um, but it was not treated darkly at all. It was treated for laughs. They had the like the Balkan skull theme. Yeah, okay. Almost in the back. He's got the stupid haircut. Oh, how are you gonna make a guy a nerd? Gotta give him nine pens in his pocket. Like that's blank man. That's Enigma in Batman Forever. Like it's nothing new. And then you have Jamie Foxx being terrible at doing it. Yeah, but you. Then eels. And then eels. And then, I don't know why all these villains have to have these lame-ass fucking lines. Like, it's my birthday, time to light my candles. Time to light my candles. Terrible. Yeah, there's a a lot of corny villain lines. I I do think that the chemistry between, not just um, Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield was really good. I think that, like, I like the chemistry between a lot of the actors. Like, I think Andrew Garfield and Dane DeHaan had a weird weird chemistry between them but I really liked it I just feel like they were super awkward but I don't know I felt like it really worked I had high hopes for Dane in this but I love Dane he's not good either he's again we're gonna get there later the script is just poorly written for all of them and I feel like Mark Webb Mark Webb is not a big budget movie director he did 500 days of summer yeah uh, he gave them no notes on some of their bad delivery. Like I think, I that think, that's, I think that's true. I, I think, think there's that's so the much problem. bad line delivery from so many people in and this movie, except been, the one. It could have been so much better. And you're not dealing like you're dealing with Academy Award nominee Andrew Garfield, Academy Award winner Jamie Foxx, multi-time Academy Award winner Sally Field, Academy multi-time Award winner, Academy Award winner Sally Field's traps. Um, Academy Award winner Emma Stone. She's the one. I mean, she's my MVP nominee. Oh, yeah. She's um, the best. She's, she's MVP. my fave. Okay, she's, she's MVP. She's the she, best. She got it for the first movie, too. I think that she does such a good job emoting and having the right reactions. I mean, her speech, her graduation speech, she I really like that. She wrote it herself, actually. She did write it mm-hmm. herself. At, at the beginning, with his fighting, like, juxtaposed with her speech, and then bringing it back at the end, I just really thought that she did such a great job, like... I thought her reactions were good. She's she's incredibly natural. Very natural. And she does an incredible job. Um, Emma Stone is uh, a three-time MVP now. I think she is the first 
female three-timer. Other people three and more, uh, Robin Williams, Bill Murray, Samuel L. Jackson, Tom Hanks, Hugh Jackman, James McAvoy, Carl Weather. Yeah, she's the first three-time MVP. The only multi-time females, I believe, have just been her, Sigourney Weaver, Rose Byrne, and Reese Witherspoon are only multi-time wow. women MVPs. But yeah, no, she's she's the best part of the movie by by an incredibly wide margin. Because she's the only like constant. life and constant in it. Yes. Where other like people are going are going um, up and down. This movie I think what also hurt this movie is that it's entirely too long. And it feels entirely too long. It is two hours and twenty it's yeah. the longest Spider Man movie ever. It's two twenty two, two twenty three. Like there's a point where like I don't do it a lot, but like you I pop. checked the time yeah. on it and it had like an hour and ten minutes ago and both were like how? I was like, we still have an hour left? What? How? I know. Um, but And it's like Aunt May sitting on Peter's bed crying, being petty, which Aunt May is not petty at all. All the Aunt May Peter scenes are terrible. I And I'm like, how do you fuck those up? Those are always I know. guaranteed. And like the Aunt May and the Sam Raimi movies is some no-name woman. I'm sure she's somebody. Right. This, this is Sally Field. I know, and like this was like my favorite, my favorite relationship between Peter and May. Because it's a complicated relationship, right? Like, it's your aunt, and it's not... Is it... Which one is related to him? Uncle Ben, right? Oh, you mean, like, which, like, who... who which is the sibling of his parent. Like, what I, is, I believe Uncle Ben was Richard Parker's brother. Brother, I believe, right? yes. So, like... They're not blood. Right, so they're not blood. So it's, you know, it, it has the potential to be, like, this awkward relationship. Right. And I think... I don't know. Sometimes I feel like um, Tom Holland and Marissa Tomei have... A better chemistry at, as as Peter mm-hmm. and and not May, but then I'm like, the age difference and like she, no, the age difference is right. <laughs> she's dating everybody. You know what I mean? Marissa Tomei. No, is she's not. She's seventy eight years old. <laughs> she looks great. She's thirty five. Yeah, <laughs> she's thirty five. Um, but I I I wanted to like the relationship between them. I think it's still. At the very end of that scene, I was just referencing Aunt May. I like that. She you're kinda, my boy. You're my she kinda, boy. They kind of get there. And but the, the like early that. part of it were her just being like, it's Wait, not gra- fair. Right, and like, like at the graduation when she's trying to take the picture. Yeah. And, and then the weird scene about them doing the laundry, it's like, what is happening here? And they, this movie does a horrible job of... Everyone's keeping a secret. Of uh, Yeah. like, But like they both do a terrible job yeah. of hiding it in their acting and the script does a terrible job of making it believable that it's happening. Um, so I, I hate those scenes as well. Uh, I don't know. And I, I just, I guess I have a soft spot in my heart for Spider-Man. I, I love Spider-Man as a whole. And I think that just like this story showing like the bottom the rock bottom that he hits in this because his the love of his life died. And and I would I would I would try to make you see or get to the place where you would feel even a little bit of what he felt. But I know if I asked you what you would do if and I have that here, what would you do if I died in your arms like that? I know that I would actually be incredibly sad for more than five months and then go back out and fight crime. You're such a liar. So I appreciate the movie having the balls to do it. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. It's a it's a an epic moment in the comic books. 
it sets forward a lot of future storylines and iterations and whatnot. Cool. The movie follows it up by a listless funeral that just is nothing. Mm-hmm. And then a couple quick shots of him like still being at the grave and time passing and him moping around. And then and then it cuts back to some Green Goblin BS. And then him just kind of being sad and seeing crime on TV. And then him watching your speech and being like, you know, I do need to, you know. I like the moment with him and the kid at the end. Like, that's a sweet moment and scene. with. That's you know, like Spider-Man. Like, that's, that, that's Spider-Man. Exactly. That is Spider-Man. Exactly. That is Spider-Man. But... I don't know. It it doesn't do enough. Like, you spent two hours and 20 minutes in this movie, and you're going to give me five post-Gwen Stacy dying? And I'm sure they were going to get into it more. Ooh, and the third one would have been great, because then you have Dennis Leary and Emma Stone standing behind people (laughs) as Andrew Garfield's looking at them. Uh, But this one's such a mess that didn't do well in critics and in box office. Well, Andrew did, Garfield was a dick in real life, and they wanted to cut him loose. Because he really so. he just made a shitty movie he doesn't want to do anymore. Um, but, but you didn't answer the question, though. Huh? You didn't answer my question. Once I clean the house up after the party, I'd be very sad. Because mm. you'd have to clean it up by yourself. No, then I have to figure out how to pay all the bills and do the laundry again. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's an inconvenience to me. Is what yeah. it is. That's what I thought. Uh-huh. Um, I don't like talking about it. Shut up. It's fine. I was the one that was crying thinking about you giving birth, remember? Because I was so sad if, if anything would happen to you. So you can go. I'm sorry. No, I don't know the story. What? You were crying when? When were you crying? Uh, many times when you were pregnant under the sheer thought of that you're a small person that is bad with pain and everything. Uh-huh. And I didn't want anything bad to happen to you when you were in labor. Uh-huh. But thanks for not remembering that sweet moment in our lives. Um, it's way gone now, so you're good. Uh, other things I don't like about the movie. Let's go back to some fun stuff, huh? Uh, the I mus- thought it was fun. Talking about your emotions. The music is bad. Uh... I, it's not memorable to me at all. Well, specifically all the electro music I was talking about, but then also like I liked how they did the itsy bitsy spider though. Didn't you? So when he's throwing, when they're in the um, power plant mm-hmm. thing, and he's throwing him against the things, and it makes different noises. It's the itsy bitsy spider. Oh, that part. And no. he says, "Oh, I hate this song." Oh, I'm talking about earlier. Oh no no um, that part. When, I like, like that song. When he's still like when he's electro in Times Square. Mm-hmm. And like it's still playing the Max Dillon music when he's like fumbling around and people are getting scared, and then it goes into like this whispering yelling song. I don't remember the music. It's like loud, like and it's like it sounds like Rammstein almost. Like it was, it's so bad. Um, even though I do like that first scene, like, when Spider-Man's just talking to him, and, like, you can tell Electro's confused. But then, like, at the drop of a hat, he's mad at Spider-Man for some stupid reason. Um, villain well, with no. Guns. It's because somebody shot at him. Right, but then, then he what, got mad. Yeah, then why, why the fuck you blame Spider-Man? He didn't do anything. He thinks that he's in cahoots because it's Spider-Man. Um, there's two straight montages that are basically music videos that are pointless. So when he's like, when I think some other Coldplay song, 
plays or something or whatever song it was, and he's doing the maps and trying to figure out what his dad. I know, but is. I, oh my god, the ending of that scene though, when he has to post it, that says, "Do I have to lose you too?" And then like he does. Picture? Oh my god! But I was like, "Oh my god, yes, you do, you do, Peter. How sad!" And You're like, a, you have simple emotions. <laughs> I'm empathetic. It's not my fault that I'm empathetic. I feel what other people feel. It's a great '80s it's band, a, by the way. Simple emotions. <laughs> one of my greatest traits. Um, the Doctor Kafka character, and everything. That's the worst. That was so. I I don't know why what, I needed to see any of that. What bullshit. Uh, uh, this movie could have been 45 minutes fucking shorter. Poindexter, Thomas Dolby, Max Headroom, Greg Proops looking horseshit and character. And I hate when they make female characters male characters for no reason. Right. For no reason. Speaking of female characters, man, made made uh, a lot there with Felis, uh, Felicia Hardy and uh, that's Felicity Jones, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, Academy Award winning Felicity Jones. She, she wasn't a not. Winner. She wasn't known in this. I mean, just think how bad this movie. So think about this. Her, they edited her character down almost to be non-existent. Mm-hmm. So this movie was longer, and the original cut of this movie had Shailene Woodley as Mary Jane in it. <laughs> how Academy fucking Award long, nominee Shailene Woodley? How fucking long and bad was the original cut of this movie? Fuck the Snyder cut of Justice League. Release the web cut of Amazing Spider-Man 2 just to see how long and bad it is. Release that butthole cut. Hashtag butthole cut of Spider-Man 2. Um, no, the look. other montage I'm talking about is the the cool battery scene with Spider-Man. I hate when oh. they make Spider-Man not smart also. Like, so in every other iteration of Spider-Man he that I can smart. remember. Not, no, like... Tobey Maguire, the uh, um, Tom Holland, uh, the, the the comic, every uh, the 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 cartoon, everything. Like he's like a fucking scientist. Like he's friends with Doctor Connors and yada yada. In this, Gwen Stacy has to like tell him how magnets fucking work. She has to be the insane clown posse with his fucking web shooters. But did you and know then, that? No, I don't know how the fuck <laughs> magnets work. That's beside the point. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the scene where like he's blowing batteries up. No, and he I know what scene you're talking about. Look. And also, it's literally two minutes after we just had a montage scene set to music. Yeah. Okay, so I don't think this movie would have been as bad if the writing had been better and the directing and editing would have been better. See, I have no problem with the editing. No, I do. They should have edited it out more. Oh, what about... the fuck are you talking about? No problem with the editing. <laughs> quantity, gotcha. I thought about like the quality of it. No, like... no, no, the quality was fine. Yeah, whatever. Um, but what they chose to keep it and not. Um, look. I, I have so many notes. I know we so do. Look at how long my notes were. I have a lot of notes. Um, look, I do. I, 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 I don't know. I just I have a soft spot for Andrew Garfield. I guess as Spider Man. I have a soft spot for Spider Man. So I do love this movie. Not a soft I, spot to have him be MVP because he's he's not MVP. So. No, he's not MVP. And I'm saying, I'm saying, like as soft as it is. No, no, I I understand the problems that he has with it, and I don't like how he interacts with some of the characters. I will give you that. Yeah. Okay, and and for that reason, I can't have he him just, be with some with a performance that's near as near flawless as Emma Stone's is. I can't, in good conscience, even fight for it. He just loses. I think he's a bad Peter Parker. I think he's a bad. Pe- I think he's a okay. fine Spider Man. Okay. I think he's a bad. I can Peter see that Parker. argument. I can see that argument. But I think I think the- him being like right. quippy. When I think he comes off like a douche. 
Okay. Okay. I think that's fair. But look, I so I have a soft spot for it. I I am trying to be better at watching these movies with uh not rose colored oh, glasses cool. on. Um, so I shut the fuck up. I do see the problems with the film, okay? Mm-hmm. So I do. I admit it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not like this is going to be a 10, right? But you know, you have to be stronger than what you suffer. So that you know, that was one of the morals of this movie. Just want to point that out. Mm. Should go through my notes here. Great. Other things I don't like about this movie. <laughs> um, I wonder what the third and fourth one would have been like. Well, man, they they were had high hopes. I know. Obviously, Sinister Six was directly set up, right down to the numbers and Everything. the wings and the fucking glider Octagon. and the there was venom somewhere like like all that kind of stuff and then blatantly Rhino my runner up for MVP is Paul Giamatti just hamming it up as Rhino oh man he's got four scenes in the movie so true story I forget what late night show he was on like damn it maybe like five or ten years before this when like superhero movies were just starting to be a thing the host asked him like would you do a superhero movie he's like absolutely in a heartbeat like I'd love to be a villain like which one he goes Rhino <laughs> And they're like, why Rhino? He goes, because it's stupid. And then sure enough, it comes up, and he's fucking Rhino, and he's great. The CGI is so bad on him in that Rhino suit later it's on. so bad. This it's is really 10 bad. years, I think, after Iron Man, and it looks so much worse than Tony Stark and Jeff Bridges in their Iron Man suits. Okay, yeah. Uh, but I just love how hammy Giamatti is in this, so that's yeah. not one of the things I don't like. Look, man, I just There's like so this many... love story that's told here and how devastating cool. it is. Cool! Go watch Romeo and Juliet! This is a sh- this, this is not a good love story. It's not. What? Was that the end of your sentence? I no. mean, you keep interrupting what I'm saying, so I just want to make sure that you're done before I try to make another point that you're going to yell at me for. You're just saying the same shit over and over again. You're just, oh, man, this love story. Because I, I'm trying to complete my thought from before. Oh, so go ahead. No, no, please. No, I'm done. Please. I'm done. Oh, no, what other notes do you have? Don't touch my phone. I don't like people playing on my phone and my notes. Stop bothering me. <laughs> One of my notes here was, why does this movie keep going? <laughs> There's also I think it should have ended when she died. Oh, that would have been really, that would have been really great for the audience sitting in the crowd. <laughs> what would you do if I died in your arms like that? Huh? What would you do if I died in your arms? Like that? Like, like hanging that. from a spider web? Like, how the fuck do we fucking L these spider webs? How do I walk through these spider webs? Um... <laughs> If you died in my arms, yeah, tonight must have been something I said. That's why I'm gonna kill myself. Where's the fucking gun? We don't have a, why we don't have a gun. Do, do we have a gun? Shut up. I, I don't. I that's the one thing I, I don't miss about that commercial. We don't have sling anymore. It was the <laughs> default sling commercial. Okay, we're uh, getting way off topic here. I know. Um, I'd be sad. Other things I didn't like about the movie. Um. A lot of stuff. So B.J. Novak is Alistair Smythe, who is another 
Spider-Man character villain. Not that you needed another too one. Many too many villains. And then you have in the movie. You have these... I didn't even know his name. Well, then, well, well I don't. He says Smythe. I'm like Alistair Smythe. I, I didn't even know his cat. name. You notice him? It's um, I think the character's name is just Alistair Smythe, but he is a villain. He's like has like all these like random like mutations. I think he's got like four arms or some shit. He has another character like villain name, but I, I don't remember exactly what it is. Okay. Um, just like you have the suit and tie, motherfucker. Like, I don't need that guy as, like, a fifth villain. We got Rhino. We got Green Goblin. We got Electro. We got Smarmy BJ Novak. And then we got a uh, fucking Laffy dude um, who's, you know, like, trying to take over Oscorp. And he gets all these, like, standing up to Harry monologues and stuff. It's like, in a movie where I got a blue Dr. Manhattan light-looking motherfucker and... And not Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin and Paul Giamatti in a tech suit. It, I don't need much. you giving it's me soliloquies much. about business. It's too much. It's way too fucking. Much. I think that they should have they should have cut it down and and split it. And then Green Goblin in itself is a mess. Like I talked about, uh, we need to get to LVP at this point. Who's your LVP? <sighs> and whoever you say, why are you not going to say Jamie Fox? I don't think Jamie Foxx is oh, the LVP. Oh, it's Jamie Foxx. It's Jamie Foxx. I don't Fox. think he's the LVP. It's Jamie Foxx. If it's not Jamie Foxx, it's Dane DeHaan. What about BJ Novak? He's in one scene. He's not valuable at all. Exactly. No, but he's, he's not... the least valuable thing in the no, movie. No, no, If somebody else that didn't have that weird-ass interpretation of that character was Electro, this movie would step up a couple things for me. But his weird choice of voice... In in as Electro, his weird like nerdy way and muttering to himself and everything else, it's bad. It's all bad. It's. I thought he did a really good job of portraying that character and like the the desire to be accepted that and needed that drives everything that he does. I vehemently disagree. <laughs> I think. I thought. I think he is way too hammy and way too comedic in the first part of it where you don't have sympathy for him because he's just a joke. But it's not like a, oh, I feel bad for him joke. It's like a swinging for the fences and missing type thing. Okay, I disagree. And then, and then, and then his, him as a villain... Uh, the way he becomes a villain, like we talked about. Oh, no, I think that that the was The most ridiculous. ridiculous thing. I thought that was ridiculous. Of all time. And I didn't like him once he became Electro. No, him as I Electro like was him. so and much then I think worse. It was, and then I think it was just absurd what they were doing. Like, now he can disappear and reappear, yeah. and is, he's not a solid form anymore. Like, I don't know, it just kept evolving into yeah. something more and more ridiculous that I think was more and more away from what... The traditional character yeah. is, and I know that they have liberties to do that, but you can't stray too far. Make it more like a Doctor Manhattan than Electro, because that's Cause what you, I felt. Yeah, because how are you going to beat this motherfucker? Right, exactly. Um, like what and then I the felt. Green Goblin transformation is also so bad. What is it about Chris Cooper being in one scene in a movie or dying quickly in I a movie? I didn't like him in this. Movie. I don't like Chris Cooper in this either. I, I actually like had him, him really this. written down, but I thought he was in more of it later. And I, I was didn't like, like I'm like, he's not. I in didn't it. like the security guard guy. No. Either. He was too... That's why, that's why I was talking about the suit and tie. Like, no, I thought you were talking about the other guy in the tie. <laughs> there's so many fucking guys There are. Tie. There's the... So there's the suit and tie guy who takes over Oscorp. That, that's the guy, guy I was talking about earlier. Okay. Yeah. 
But then there's... Everyone just like the black-haired slick... Yeah, yeah, the slick He doesn't talk! Hair. Yeah, he does. He does not. Does, he, he talks several times. He's and when he's one or two. Chasing, when he's chasing Emma Stone, Ugh. and then he's doing all this stuff, and I just feel like he... He looks like he's smelling the dog shit he stepped in on the way to work. Like, that's just how he was the whole movie. And, like, Fair. I just couldn't take him seriously, yeah. and I also didn't know why he was there. Like, I just think that there were a lot of things. It was just added muscle away. and unnecessary beef. Sure. Cut it away. Like, I, Dane Tahan is not great in this either. The Green, Gro- the Green Goblin transformation is. I really want to like him. I think he's a better fit for Green Goblin than, like, past Green Goblin. James Franco? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, well, just like his transformation, he's making these really bad misguided noises, and then when he's a goblin, like all his facial expressions and the noises he's making, and then I didn't like. He's such I didn't like, like a, how they inter- interpreted. I, I don't like. It. I don't like his Harry like Osborne interpretation either. No, like oh, the look definitely. I didn't the like the look, look at I didn't all. Like, I, but then I didn't pardon. like. I didn't like. It's tacked on the end, just like Venom. Like it's like it five like minutes of him as that. Boring. Because because like to get back to what we were saying, yeah. it was going to go to a Sinister Six movie, and then we we're going to get a Venom movie, then a Spider Man three, and it's like, just focus on what you're doing right, right fucking like, now. Like those things could have been just kept for the other movies, yeah. not thrown into this one. So I do think that this movie did try to do too much. So I didn't like this one as much as I liked the first one. Oh, of course not. Except for. Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield as the main characters. Mm-hmm. That was like um, what saved this movie for me. Um, so we still need to settle on an LVP. My vote would still be Jamie Foxx. I don't. I. I. Thinking back on a lot of the hand stuff. Oh wait, just a, a continuity thing. So if he's so sick and his hands are trembling and he's feeling well, how the fuck can he just stroll into this insane asylum? And take out these two fucking guards, these police officers, like he's Jet Lee all of a sudden. <laughs> and then, he, and then he knows how to. He's not like some brilliant man. He knows how to he, get Electro I thought, out I think of. He's supposed to be. I think he went to boarding school. What boarding school did he no, go to? But I, I think. I think in in actual canon, he's supposed to. Also have a scientific mind, like his well, father and like an actual Peter canon Parker, and how they're best friends, like legit best friends. Wait, well, also, well, unless they hadn't seen each other like in twelve years, right? Which doesn't make sense. And then this, and they're suddenly best friends, and he yeah. wants to give him his blood. And then this, Peter Parker is is not like a smart scientist, truly, really either. Um, so for this, and he doesn't take any fucking pictures. That bothered me that he didn't take any pictures. He does. He does take. Oh, you don't see him. You take don't pictures. see him take a picture in this. Which is like you don't see J. Jonah Jameson's because J.K. Simmons was was busy. And you can't spitting have in Miles Teller's butthole. You, but. you can't have anyone else ever play well, that. So maybe role. me, Parker, Samantha. How's it going? J. Jonah Jameson here. Who are you? J. Jonah. Ah, uh, what's up? Stop rubbing your eye. Bothers me. What's going on? What, bring, what brings you here? You being bad. I'm sorry. I'm here entertaining people. Someone's got to do it. Shut up. <laughs> Why are all the devices in our house suddenly going off? It's haunted. <laughs> They're on Jameson talk. Oh my god, this is terrifying. So how how does it go at the at the bugle? Bad. What what's so bad? What's wrong? Everything. Spider Man. It's a menace. Everyone likes him. I hate him. He owes me money. Fuck my mom. I'm not sure. I'm not sure which version of Jane Jonah Jameson All we have right now. Per, uh, current. So like. I'm all of them. You told. I'm a Jay Jonah Jameson multiverse. How how you feel about Peter Parker? Who? Spider Man. What? 
You should know that if you're a multiverse. Oh. oh. The most recent one. Oh, right. Uh, Spoiler. Spoiler Spoiler alert. (laughs) What a bitch. Now you're just bordering on your Chris Mullet yelling at me. (laughs) No longer in character. Goodbye. (laughs) Um. Um. <laughs> what were we saying? <laughs> we were trying to name LPP. We were talking about other things we didn't like about this godforsaken movie. Um, I, I don't know. You could really talk like, I don't want to go Chris Cooper because he's in one fucking scene. I know he's in one, and he's and he's bad. He's I bad. I really don't want to do Dane DeHaan because I just like the guy. But if he's bad, he's bad. I mean, he's. Bad. I personally don't think he's worse than Jamie Foxx. I don't think Jamie Foxx is worse than him. Why do we always argue so badly during these? Fucking Spider-Man movie. It's only movies. this iteration of Spider-Man. I mean, you we know, haven't you, done any you're others. You're just wrong. You're just wrong. Have we done any other Spider-Man movies on no. this? No. I'm not wrong. I don't. I. I. I think that. Why does he name himself Electro? <laughs> and how he says it. Electro. Go Electro. blow out my birthday candles. Okay, yeah, it's Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> and also just like think of that scene when he's himself getting the cake out and he's like talking to himself and he's acting like like Spider-Man got it from him he's acting him. like Stan <laughs> like, man I feel bad he probably is on the spectrum and you're making fun of him and that's no, not nice no that's the problem he shouldn't be like that but, but Jamie Foxx played him that way but but why are you the authority on that? And how can you say that? Because I think you had a completely different argument when we watched the new Power Rangers iteration and they played Billy on the spectrum and you didn't have a problem with that. So why is it different? Because the actor that portrayed him was really, really good at it. That's why I'm saying it that way. But, that, but that's not He was fair. the MVP of that movie. I, I know he was, which is why I bring it up. I just had this argument at work with people as well. Like, so you can't have a problem with one character, with one, with it being a character choice, regardless of how it's portrayed, with it being a character choice and saying that that's not how the character's supposed to be, and being fine with it for something else. <laughs> Jameson, fuck my throat up. Oh, Jameson, Lord. with this water. Here, put this dick in your mouth. Simply unadoptable. I'm trying to get you to spit. Did it work? Nope. What would you have done if I made you spit on that book and ruin it? I made you rewrite it. I don't know uh, what you're... So I thought this was going to be a multi-time MV- LVP for Jamie Foxx, no. but Kevin Spacey was the LVP of Baby Driver. Jamie Foxx was close. He was. He, he was. Um, but and, and Jamie then... Foxx is now going to be on our both list because Jamie Foxx was the MVP, I believe, for Collateral, yes. He was. And I and I know that he'll he'll get some MVPs coming his... More MVPs coming his way. Mm. One MVP may be coming his way. I guess we'll fight when we get to that movie. But... I don't know the movie you're talking about, but Jamie Foxx... Django. Oh, God, no. He's not even in the top five in that movie. You kidding me? Excuse me. You're going to put him above Samuel Jackson and Christoph Waltz and Leonardo DiCaprio and Django Unchained? Have you watched not Django Unchained? <laughs> Holy shit. Um, I think Jimmy Foxx is an overrated actor. Stop throwing and hitting me. Pick that um, up before Jillian swallows it. She's not going to swallow that. She's not dumb. Um... <laughs> I think he's an overrated actor. I think Collateral is his best performance. I think a lot of things that I've seen him in. Well, we haven't seen. He looks, we haven't seen. He looks like he's acting. I don't count Ray. I don't count those why? fucking movies because that's an impersonation. That's all that is. Yeah, unless, but unless but look at this impersonation you just tried to do. So you can't tell me you don't yeah, count. Where's it my award? 
Where's my fucking award? Here's your Razzie. I'll take up. it. Give should, me it. We should do some mullet Razzies too. We do. It's called the worst of the of the, the awards. The, no, I mean for you episode. personally. If you look, if you want to dedicate a whole episode to me I'm and sorry? my acting ability, then I'm all for it, <coughs> good or bad. What else? I hate you so much. I hate you too. Like honestly. Yep. Every flames, episode. Flames on the side. Every of my episode face. reaffirms my inner struggle with doing this. Not the podcast, the day-to-day life. <laughs> I wasn't going to go to that harsh and I saw you already pretending to cry. I'm not pretending. <laughs> that was loud. Well, I deserve that. Ow. Okay. I'm glad, I'm glad things are back to normal. If I'm hurt or in danger of dying, your natural reaction is to start laughing. So I'm glad. You never asked me the question of what I would do if you died in my arms. I don't care. I would laugh. I don't care. I would, I know. I would laugh so hard care. and then I would put that thing that we saw in that SVU episode, I put that thing up your butt to get you ejaculate. Just because it's hilarious. We're, we're done here. I just think it's so funny. Because you know I'd be mad in the afterlife. Like, motherfucker, she put something on my butt. <laughs> she actually did it. <laughs> motherfucker. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I can't wait till yeah, you die. That's so funny. What's your oh fucking score God, for this fucking you movie? You score first. You read it. Oh, oh do I? Yes. Oh, okay. uh, three. What? Oh, man. I told you I didn't like it. It's, oh. it's a bad movie. Wow. Besides a couple scenes of Emma Stone carrying it and some good visual effects, th- th- I got nothing. And it only got stronger. I was going to give it a three and a half or a four when we started and it got worse over the course of the podcast. Oh, my God. Okay. You're such you. a baby. What's your um, score? My score is, well, I, I didn't like it as much as I liked the first one. Um, and through this episode it has revealed more glaring flaws that I may not have uh, observed through through the watch so you did sway me a bit here but I didn't think it was all that terrible I really did and I gave it a six so it's what a four and a half yep I think that's a fair score for this I did misread the back of this box in terms of, no no not not that part you know, I said earlier I was like a uh, hundred minutes. I thought it was a hundred minutes of deleted scenes. No, there are nine additional deleted scenes. Oh, I want to watch that, including Peter meets his father. No, well, that would have been bad. That would have been terrible. It's always some flashback or some like he gets knocked by Electro's jolt and he goes to some fucking thing. Now I need to know though. Put it back in. No, I'm not putting this back in. I want to no. watch it. No, you can look it up on YouTube. I'm not putting this back in here. It's going to burn my PlayStation 4. Why is the light on on your PlayStation 4? So I had to get the disc out earlier. Oh. I turned it back off. Um, so Amazing Spider-Man 2. Done. Thank God. Jesus. I didn't mean to throw it like that. God. Uh, next in our Wrap It Up series, Samantha's Spree continues. Yes. Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. Two and three. Two and three. We've two seen and two. Three. I'm so excited for these three. movies. I thought I saw three. You might have seen three, but I didn't see three. <coughs> I saw two, and two was bad enough. Okay, well, I mean, we'll talk about it 
Yay. And then after that, I know it's after that. Thank God there's a light at the end of this fucking tunnel. Dr. Sleep. God damn it. Goodness. Um, But that's not next week. We have two weeks away from Pitch Perfect. One week, I'm sorry, three weeks away, because two weeks from now, Bridge Over the River Kwai. One week away from the Fanatic, baby. I told uh, Andrew Zengri that we were doing this, and he was very excited. I was like, I was between this and Gotti, and he's like, oh, God. I'm like, yeah, Sam was thrilled. So the Fanatic is next. Great. I am, oh, God. I'm so we're going to do that this weekend. It's going to be great. Um, for Mullet. For Easter. We have some plugs. Uh-huh. Um, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married with Movies. We encourage you, as always, go to arcadeaudio.net. a weird episode, this- man. Huh? It was weird. Because, yeah, weird because you like this movie and you had to sure. drum up my anger, my passion. When I'm passionate, I get loud. Mm. Um. Okay. What does that mean? Nothing. Arcadeaudio.net for this <laughs> podcast and the others on a network of shows. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Arcadeaudio for bonus content. Sometime also this weekend we are going to record that first stacked episode. We still have to watch one more episode of it, right? You wanted to do and five because that was that's the first season. Oh right, 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 right. I thought that um, would make it easier to discuss. Sure, uh, it won't be easy to discuss at all. Just like it is not easy to watch. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. MarriedWithMovies at gmail dot com. Let us know what you think of the show at MarriedWMovies on Twitter, Facebook dot com slash MarriedWithMovies. Final thoughts? Anything? Nope. You're always so much fun at the end. What about you? No, I, I give it to you. So that way we can close the show. But why do I have to be the one who comes up with something to say? What do you do want to do the plugs and ask me final thoughts? Sure. What are your final have, thoughts? Not this one, but the oh. next time. Oh, okay. My final thoughts. This movie is bad. You're bad. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for Meriden Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movie. Cool fourth grade response there. You You're know? bad. No, I'm bad. You're bad. God, I would have beaten you up if we were kids. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen pictures of you in fourth grade. I definitely would have beaten you up. What? Huh? You were like 20 pounds. And I was mean. Was. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.